Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. a year in retrospective mm-hmm. uh so uh, we're gonna end how we started with a bang talking about or uh, for loco oh oh yes the end did we start the year off talking about four locos no i just think we're gonna drink a we're gonna drink a bang or four loco we could do oh i see what you're saying yeah yeah that's a good idea Pretty, like pretty good. Pardon me. Um, so my Christmas was um, unmusical, completely guitar unrelated. And I thoroughly enjoyed that. I'll be honest. I asked for no gear. I got no gear. I will be probably purchasing no gear. And um, I played no guitar. I asked for no gear. You tell me no lies. Yeah, let's gear them something to talk about so i told the story i think on the podcast about the drummer from my band in high school but kind of reconnected with and then he gave me those symbols to give to my son you didn't say it on the podcast you told us in real life on so computer devices so to give you an idea they are okay. So I, I kind of got back together with a couple of guys from my band in high school and it was really good and everything. And the drummer, he still plays quite a bit and he, he actually flips a lot of gear basically like I used to for a, a lot. I used to a lot and now do less, but he stopped by my house one time on the way down to salt lake and was like hey i have these symbols because i uh you know he had like bought a whole kit and then pieced it out and he had he had more than made all his money back or whatever so he was like they're basically free but obviously that's not how it works you know he could have made money selling them but they're like it's high hats and they're like 700 bucks okay just like for the high like value new new yeah but they're kind Dude, of a lesser known. Are like hell of expensive. They're called they're called TRX is the brand. Mm-hmm. So they're made uh, in Turkey in you know Istanbul or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it's. It's Constantinople now. I don't know if you knew that, but mm-hmm. no. Um, so I was like Once. way excited, but but they're like. They're kind of like mid-range. It used to be Constantinople. Yeah. Once it's Istanbul was Constant. See that the way that now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. See, that's poorly. It's poorly written. I'm sorry. You should now. They should. They should be. Should say it was Istanbul. It was Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul. No, like they. They had to. (laughs) They. 
they shoehorned in all of like the other words other than Constantinople. Like they just they just made it work. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how songs work. That's how like pop songs work. Yeah, I guess so. you find like the one hook. So, OK, like if you see on all the stuff about like I want it that way, where they're like there was an alternate version that they made that had like lyrics that make sense and everyone hated it. And so they went back to the like, one that was just utter nonsense. <laughs> and it's like an amazing song, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so these symbols and they're kind of cool. They have like three different zones on them. Like the outer ring Ooh. is like really highly polished. The mm-hmm. middle section is just like hand hammered. Mm-hmm. And then the inside section is, you like know, a lot of drummers rusty. have trouble finding that inside section. <laughs> they just play on the outer ring. Yeah. And they expect to get a good sound, but it's not really how it works. You got to find the inside section for most symbols. Depend- all symbols I, are different. I so. think they're kind of like, uh, they're like the bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. Are they? Yeah. Is it like the kind of thing where it's like these are made in the same factory as like Zildjian or something like that? I mean, they're made in the same country and probably was. They don't like they don't advertise it that way or anything, but mm-hmm. they're like made from the same materials and the same methods and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, but at any rate, they're like super high end, super nice. That's what he needs. He got new shells uh, this summer that are nice. Oh, nice. They're Yamaha oh. Yamaha Stage Customs, okay. which are yeah. also like the. They're like the Mexican strat of drums, mm. basically. They're like the import line. Yeah. I think all of Yamaha, I mean, all of Yamaha's stuff's imported because it's a Japanese company, but those are like, but I'm just saying like, as far as oh. like everybody, they're, they're super high quality. Everyone would play them, you know, they're not the highest end, but like, yeah, yeah. You would never play them and think like, oh, these aren't good enough or whatever. It's trash. Yeah. And his symbols are just like, whatever crap you know, that came with this hundred dollar kit. Mm-hmm. So super excited for him. And then he played him for a couple minutes and was like, I don't like the sound of him. I don't like it. And I was like, not happy. He told me on the way to church that we had, you know, church on Sunday. And I was like, pissed off. And then I don't sit by my family at church. Cause I have to sit up at the front. Yeah. You're like, dude, it's you better thing. do some hardcore th- repenting. The whole time I was sitting there, I was church. like, yeah, dude, you got an hour to start going like this. You're like sitting up there going like, exactly. (laughs) That's what I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to sit up there and judge everybody. Yeah. Um, do you, when, when you sit up there and judge everybody, do you like ever do like hand motions? Yeah. If they like go to take the sacrament, I'm like, uh, mm -mm." (laughs) you know, you know Um, what you did. I bet it's, I bet it's similar to like, um, so you know how like so like which i'm trying to like figure out what i'm trying to say so you know how like volume the volume is like a big part of it right yeah so you know how like if you have like a cheap humbucker guitar you get used to that sound and then if you totally if you like then play like a telly with like low output single coils it Mm -hmm. feels and sounds weird because it's it feels totally different yeah it's like a really different because humbuckers are just like they just yeah, sound like sound the like loud mode on your yeah. stereo. I bet sound it's like similar with the totally too. So one of the ones, things that's like interesting is because they're heavier, they mm-hmm. kind of like he's used his hi hats now are like super thin. Yeah. And so when you when you like clap them together or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. <laughs> they just cheeks. like they just like stop. You know. Oh yeah yeah. Where these kind of they have kind of more of a 
like sound. You have to you like know? figure it out a little bit more. Like, yeah. So I, I talked and he's, he said that he was like, yeah, I'm just used to the ones I have. So I just got to get used to him. And he knows that they're really nice, yeah, but it's funny though, crap kid. Cause he honestly doesn't care that they're expensive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm like, like, that's good. But at the same time, like it's a really cool gift. So you should care, you know, <laughs> but also in the long run, I'm sure he'll be like, yeah, these are way better. Somebody oh totally and that's like the goal is that like yeah hopefully you know in the next four years or whatever he's built up a really good set yeah like i remember the first time i played uh the first time i played a tube screamer or like a low gain overdrive which was a tube screamer i was uh-huh. like this sucks this is doesn't this doesn't distortion at all like what's the point of this yeah yeah like, totally. why would anybody ever want this so if someone would have given me that if i was like yeah i'm into guitar and like i play like punk music or yeah. whatever and they're like and they're like hey you're like i bought you oh, a distortion that sounds badass. i bought you a distortion pedal for Christmas. yeah <laughs> yeah and you're like uh this is the worst distortion pedal of all yeah. time <laughs> but it's just like you, ha- it's, you have to play how am i supposed to sound like mxpx with this and you can if you have like the right setup yeah yeah that could be really useful because like metal bands use them but that's not where they're getting all their dirt gain from <laughs> Yeah, they're using like freaking Mesa boogies. Man, yeah. I wanted a Mesa boogie so bad when I was in high school because oh, you'd yeah. go online. This is like early days of the internet, like 2000. Yeah. You know? Yes. And you'd look at like, oh, what do they actually play? And every single Everyone's punk band Mesa played Mesa boogie, boogies yeah. or yes. Marshalls. Rectifiers. Yeah. And then you Google it and like, how am I supposed to, how, how is this amplifier worth over $1,000? Like, it doesn't even yeah. make sense. <laughs> what is happening? Well, and, <laughs> and it was like, how, how are these guys so cool and obviously sellouts if they're spending that much on an yeah. amp? <laughs> yeah. Like why is Blink-182 playing through a $2,000 amp, you know? Yeah, yeah I don't freaking, even, I don't even think I knew sellouts. that though, like money-wise, like what it costs, but I guess- I only did because I was like, I was like big into eBay. I didn't uh, buy a ton of stuff, but I would like yeah. search. I bought my first guitar on eBay weirdly. And, mm. and that was like, well, my first like nice guitar is an acoustic mm. guitar. And I had to like call the place <laughs> and give them my yeah. credit card number over the phone after yeah, I won yeah. the auction. You know, it was a little sketchy. It's like an eBay store. Did you did you like that part of Four Year Old Virgin, where the the lady <laughs> runs the eBay oh, yeah. store? <laughs> yeah, that's like such a weird <laughs> section of time, right? Yeah, <laughs> I remember my parents had a neighbor that was. They were like, he just sells stuff on eBay, and that's like his job. And it was such a foreign concept, you know. He's like, yeah, I, I watched buy these 40... boots. No, you can't buy them. You have to like bid for them on eBay. <laughs> like, wait, what? I watched Forty Year Old Virgin for the first time, and it was were... disappointing. I mean, I didn't have like super high expectations, other than the fact that I was like, I was like telling Lacey, like, oh, I've seen a lot of clips of this. It's really funny. Turns out, some of the clips I've seen are just like deleted scenes where he's like, like the one with Kevin Hart. Where he's arguing with the other store clerk, you know. That's that's in there. I know, but it's like a lot longer than that, and it's really oh, yeah, funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And same with like, yeah. There's a couple of the store scenes that are really funny, but well, yeah, um, that's their whole thing is like let the camera roll and just yeah, yeah, for totally twenty minutes or whatever, and then we'll yeah it down. But it is a funny movie, but it was like it's the same thing with music. I just don't think it could ever have the same effect it did if you watched it when you were in your late teens or early 20s you know yeah yeah that makes sense like like i watched uh like if you're almost 40 or you are 40 you're like you're like this guy's life looks really appealing actually the 40 year old virgin like 
Pretty good. Got a lot of money and uh, collectibles. Those, you know, they'll hold their value for a while. <laughs> he does whatever he wants, whenever yeah, he wants. All the time. That part when he ends up watching everybody loves Raymond. But my wife liked that part a lot. <laughs> everybody loves everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. Not me. That's our that's our Not everybody me. loves Raymond podcast. Not me neither. Oh, dude. Um. So yeah, what are some other, what are some other comedies? Because I didn't watch. Yeah. Have you seen Superbad? I feel like I have. I swear I've seen like every scene. I've seen like all the Bill Hader's because Bill Hader's a cop, right? Bill Hader yes. and or is that are the cops? Yeah. Oh, and I kind of mix up Superbad and Hot Rod. Is that weird? Yes, very weird. Yeah, there's very like I mean, mustaches and. But if you consider guys, the so. fact that I I only ever see like whatever clip pops up on YouTube, I don't know. Like the stories are, are extremely like any, different. Any, is there any cast overlap between the two? I mean, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Oh, Bill Hader. I've never seen Hot Rod. Hot Rod's very good. It is very underrated, I think. I there's there's a lot of comedies where it's like I, the Lonely Island guys. All of the Lonely Island yeah, guys are yes. in Hot Rod, and then also Bill Hader and who's the girl? I mix her up. Amy it's it's either Fisher. Isla Fisher or Isla Fisher. oh yeah or it's the, not Amy Adams. It's Isla okay. Fisher. Yeah, it is Isla and Fisher, and she's too. very funny. I mean, she's not the Amy I, Adams. Should have made very it a rarely in comedies, though, right? Like she's not. Yeah, Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher is the one who's married to Borat, right? Yes. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen, yeah. Um, Hot Rod has the, the problem that many comedies do the where end. it's the end. Yeah, the first yeah. three, the first two acts yeah. are. I like feel like. Joke, 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 like solid. And then it's yeah. kind of like, like the, the resolution is like. Man. Office Space is one of the worst offenders. You see the same thing in like SNL sketches too, though. It's just totally, like, yeah. It's like okay, this is three minutes long. Even yeah, so okay, so and then it's just gonna. So I was driving back. We drove to Denver and back last week, and it was just me and my boys. You know, just the boys, boys weekend, and so we listened to an audiobook for a lot of the time. Ender's Shadow, which is like a companion piece to Ender's Game. Mm-hmm. Check it out if you haven't heard it. Um, nope. but we also watched a lot of movies and one of the ones they watched for the first time was Holy Grail, mm. which is one of my favorite movies of all the time. Um, and it's good because it, it also like goes completely off the rails by the end. And I feel like they yeah. didn't even know how they wanted to end it. And the ending is very unsatisfying, but that's like part of, they're kind of like making fun of movies, you know? Yeah. Um, I first saw Holy Grail like a week or two after I accidentally did PCP. <laughs> and <laughs> wait a knows? week or two but it still isn't it doesn't affect you two weeks later right i, I would have like flashbacks it was for okay. a while <laughs> so you know that scene where where like they're running and then it like yeah stops and then they're running it keeps again. cutting back yeah yeah, yeah. like so that good, it felt like that went on for like hours like in my brain <laughs> that's like, great and it, it does go so on stressful. way too long but yeah. it is that's that's when he's I'm like, like going to rescue everyone else seeing this happen too. He thinks it's like the me? damsel in distress and it's actually the guy. Yeah, yeah. You've come to rescue me. Yeah, that How whole movie that? is amazing and it's so weird. It is really weird. Do um, you like the boobs or I don't think it <laughs> we skipped past like the the Sir Robin part. Oh yeah, just because like, it's like the... it's not weird. that funny. 
Honestly. Exactly. That's part of it. I mean, the whole joke is like, oh, these women are like, I have all this pent up sexual aggression. Yeah, like, it's just yeah. not that. It's like a very, you know, like it's very 70s, 80s. Totally. British it's like thing. pretty chauvinistic or whatever. Um, I don't think there are any boobs in it. There's no nudity in that section. I don't think I don't there's any nudity I, in the I whole movie. I could be wrong. I think like we had it on VHS, but that part with my dad had like cut that part out. <laughs> we had all these, we had all these movies tape. that he would like, <laughs> yeah, he would, he would tape over. I remember there's this no, I'm movie called, he had like, he had a compilation where he, oh yeah, the, he had saved all the sex, exactly. <laughs> all the boobs. Yes. <laughs> and the tape Every was 80s. just like beat to heck, <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know, like when you go to like an old, like you go to some old cathedral and like the stairs have like yeah, they're like worn our, out our stone and they're like worn it has like finger marks on the tape where he had like pulled it in and out of the thing so much. <laughs> um yeah we had amazon women on the moon and he wouldn't just like cut it out because there's not like an easy way you to like, like cut it out over it yeah yeah so there's this there's this whole section it's like a dumb amazon women on the moon is a funny movie but it has this dumb section where it's like it's that the premise of the movie is is you're watching this terrible movie called amazon women on the moon but then it also has all the commercials in it and they're like cable access type commercials so they're all terrible and one of them's like a playboy commercial so it has it's like two minutes long and it's just this this lady walking around naked but he just taped over the whole thing with just this random scene from men at work (laughs) the charlie or the charlie sheen that's yeah yeah. it's both of them and emilio estevez Estevez. yeah brothers dude okay i have not thought about this for a very long time but you just reminded me we had a bunch of movies that were recorded off of TV, but my dad was still like, there were still scenes that he was like, uh, they're going to show this. And I'm, yeah. And, and he would, and it was easier to change the channel. Oh, than mm-hmm. to stop it and start it. Yeah. 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 So, so it's just changed so, to whatever happened. Yeah. To- and he's yeah. like, ah, it's about 30 <laughs> seconds long. He That's just a changed. great move. We had that. Then I had movies like that, too. And I this it, I am like, this is bringing it back. That <laughs> was clear play. It. That was like, uh, or whatever, <laughs> you know, have you got did, did you guys ever hear about that there? It seems like every company that's this way is Utah based because it's such a big part of Mormon culture. But they're like, first, there was clean flicks. We which had, was like a store where you could go buy DVDs yeah, yeah. or rent them and they were edited. And of course, the guy, first of all, he gets hit with a million lawsuits. Oh, yeah. yeah. For like copyright. We at, and then uh, and then it comes out. That, they would do those movie nights. At then it comes College. out that he was like addicted to child porn, of course. Oh, wow. Right? Yikes. But then yeah. then there are companies that started making like DVD players that they would just. Yeah. Like they would basically just like upload into the DVD player when the bad scenes were and cut out those parts for you automatically. So you would just yeah. use your normal DVD, but it would change the way they play back you know we had this box that we would hook up to the tv oh yeah and it would go like between the cable box and your tv and the way that it worked was it would like it would read the captions and so like any swearing that was in there it would just mute would it like would it just it would have to because the captions usually aren't like that well timed right so what yeah so a lot of times it would be like it would either be for a longer time or it would, i love like, every once in a while it would like miss and you you would hear the word and it would <laughs> yeah. like mute something else <laughs> yeah it's like when they started there was that period of time i haven't had tv in so long um 
but like a hole, like they would bleep hole instead of ass, you know? Yeah, yes. there, I saw this whole Tignataro bit about that. <laughs> it's an interesting. She's like, you can even say the two words separately. Yeah. And it's fine. <laughs> well, but it's also like people talk about how it's like illegal or whatever. And it's not. It's just like. Like the determining factor is that the channels don't want people to stop watching like that's like yeah. you can get fines from the FCC, but yeah. not like the real thing is they don't want people to turn it off You're gonna lose whatever, advertising you know? and stuff yeah, yeah 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 exactly it's advertisers really more so than like viewers yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah it is a weird it's so funny it's the same with like gd too they like yeah bleep out the god part and like which is not actually which they're trying i mean it's really that they're trying to keep like some amount of the swear word <laughs> other so, in it's there so weird otherwise okay, but, it just sounds uh, Here's the better thing. Here's the better thing. Leave the whole word though. Like why? Yeah. Why do you leave? I know. I know this is because they want you to know what they're saying. I guess. Yeah. This is gonna make me. Um. I'm I'm doing a you know kids these days bit here, but I it it is sad to me that the children of today will never know watching a movie with the really crappy edits yeah like an airplane mm-hmm. edit or something yeah no 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 i mean i'm talking about when they it, like mr they falcon change. but i'm saying they would yes. do that on airplanes back in the day because you didn't have like individual screens it would be like this is the movie the yeah. whole airplane is watching okay yeah but see so I mean, it's the sure, same it was airplanes, but editing. it was yeah I, i'm i'm remembering it from tv i'm remembering yeah. um the one of the good ones is usual suspects when, yep. when they're doing give me the key when they do the lineup the fairy keys fairy godmother <laughs> <laughs> see somebody's job that was a job yeah that was a job when they would do the, songs there was there was only like they would bleep out words in songs or they would just mute them but then there was kind of a period where bands and i guess we still do that but bands would record two versions of the song right yes yeah like radio edits like let's get yes. let's get it started versus let's get our worded you yeah. know i i'm sure i've talked about this on the podcast but this is it's so huge in my mind i remember reading that kurt cobain target kurt said cobain we 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 really want uh to have your song have your sell your album in our stores but we're a family um mm-hmm. we're a family store and we can't yeah. have a song that's called rape me yeah so we want you to record a a new version of that song and he um and we've got some suggestions of what you can do and he said the only thing i will do is i will change it to sexually assault me <laughs> and i'll record that if Dude. if you'll take that and they're like no and he's like then no i'm not doing it so target didn't carry the album because he was like i, I refuse to i love re-record. i love the idea of target playing like the more morality police they're a different or walmart then you know what's funny have you there's this like story that david fincher tells about fight club and like going back and forth with the the studio and there's there's this line in the book where when tyler and marla get together she says he's like the stuff that comes out of her mouth is like outrageous Cole, do you know what he means when he says get together i mean they have sex like 
like so, zipper sparking. Yeah. He, so he takes goes, a tissue boinkin. He, so in the book, and this is the original script, she says, I, I want to have your abortion. Yes. And they're like, you can't say that. You have to change it. And he's like, okay, I'll change it on the one condition is whatever I change it to, you cannot make me change it again. Which is like such a dumb, why would they agree to that? And they're like, okay, and he changes it. <laughs> Do you have you seen them? You've seen the movie, right? Yes. Yeah. So the yeah, line in the movie so is long. what they changed it to where she's like, I haven't been F like that since grade school. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which no. Is so much worse. Which is and way the, worse. And the studio was like, okay, please go back. Like, it's like, no, we had a deal. We, we didn't think, <laughs> dude, we didn't, we think, didn't think, think it could be worse. be worse. He's like, you and had you made no it worse. faith in me. And, and oh, I, I, I David Fincher too. Like, come on. In 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 an that interview, um, I I saw I heard him talking in an interview, and he said that that it was that same line, the the one that's in the movie, mm. said that um, Brad Pitt was like when they were doing that scene, he's like, my mom's gonna watch this movie, <laughs> please don't. It's like why? And Tell he's like, not to. and yeah. he goes, he goes, your yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't care. This is the line that's going in, and he's like, oh, like. It, Everyone was totally creeped out by that line. It's a terrible. It's really bad. It, it's <laughs> a bad line. It's like, yeah. Uh, it's so good it's though. A very bad line. It, that that whole like agreement. That's such yeah. It's a so stupid. Silly. Oh, you know what? The same thing happened with um, uh, Team America: World Police. It was a very similar. It was like is that one that I should watch? Yes. I haven't They're seen like, any of the Borat movies. Are those actually worth watching? No, I have never watched them either. They're just okay. like it's like man on the street stuff, right? Like a lot of it is like pranks so. and stuff, right? The Borat movie is not. Or is good. that is that the Borat thing? No, I mean that's the Borat like... show. So the Ali G show is. The... Oh, it's it's like a sketch show. Okay. Yes. But it's, and Borat is just one of the characters that he does. One of three characters. Okay, and then they made a movie out of it. Yes, and all so it's like the equivalent of like Stuart saves his family or whatever. But isn't it like a lot of like they're tricking people and then they just yeah, stitch yeah. It together with a, like a made up narrative in between, kind of. Uh, yeah. So for Borat, yes, and for the and for the second one, the for Ali G, the Ali G movie, it was fully scripted and it was a complete disaster. I um, and so then he he was able to pull off doing a Borat movie and um, a Bruno movie yeah. that are what you said. And I, I feel like the bits in the show are funnier are. Yeah. They're just okay. better. It's like, but wasn't there a Tom green? What was that Tom green movie? I mean, it's the same kind of thing, right? He, like it wasn't uh, nearly as good as the show. Freddie got fingered. He made that movie. Yeah, that Tom, wasn't the like Tom the Green show, show. Was it? No, it wasn't the same. It was like an actual movie. I don't even think he was like the main character in that movie. Yeah, maybe not. Dude, did you guys I never saw it. did you guys see the clip on TikTok of Tom Green talking to Joe Rogan and Joe and Joe Rogan is saying, Is this really what we do? Like that's how the clip starts. And Tom Green goes, Yeah, so you could just say whatever you want. And what you realize is as the clip goes on. This is Tom Green introducing Joe Rogan to podcasting. And Joe Rogan is asking him all these questions. Oh, and it's he's like, like old. It's very, <laughs> it's like very old. That's funny. And yeah, Tom Green was like very early to 
to podcasting and to web like he had a web show that like it was a call-in show like yes. super early on and so norm mcdonald went on a couple of times because they're both canadian you know and, and joe rogan they're from is like, like the same little town apparently joe rogan goes so there's no like there's no time constraints and he goes no you can go as long or short as you want and he goes well that's really cool because that means if you want to have like a really meaningful conversation with somebody and it just it means to keep going you can just keep and he goes exactly that's my point and I, he's like this would be this is a great idea i could sell so many supplements yes <laughs> yeah so many kettlebells <laughs> i could appeal to so many uh white nationalists and incels i'm broke on white nationalists this is just canadians right because it's a it's a white country because all this stuff. yeah why why do i have that in my head that that Joe Rogan has a, a large incel. Is that not accurate? I don't I mean, it's obviously think it's accurate. like inaccurate. I don't think it's like part of, you know, it's not, he's not trying to have that, but. I know he's not trying, but I mean, he would, he would argue he's not trying to have white nationalist. Fan uh, but I mean, either. he is like, his <laughs> like so much of what he does, he basically just deals in misinformation and like half truths and everything. Yeah, it's so like Fox like, News saying that is, they're not we're not conservative we're just fair and he's not as like he doesn't i don't he doesn't tend towards like he he doesn't actively like force himself to one side of the political spectrum but because so much of it is just bs and misinformation like that is what ends up happening that like he tends to appeal to those types of people more you know and because he's like a big old meathead idiot who's like who's like joke you know whose sense of humor is still stuck in the year in the early 2000s or whatever you know so he's like i don't know he's like anti whatever wokeness or something yeah i've heard that he's very like do your own research oh absolutely and i mean he is like a good he does like on push one back hand against people every once like sometimes you see clips of him like, yeah yeah th- and that's why i'm like, saying like he isn't like fox news where he has to like toe the party line yeah like he'll push back on a lot of people but when you mostly deal in misinformation and conspiracy theories and nonsense like that like yeah. that's where you're going to end up eventually you know yeah yeah it's good stuff it's really good stuff. And on one hand, like I've never listened to his podcast all the way. Like on one hand, he's like, I don't know. In theory, he's a good interviewer. Like people compare him to Howard Stern, but it's partially just because everybody is high on that show. And a lot of times I think it's people who don't normally get that high. Mm. So like it ends up being somewhat entertaining, but also mm. sometimes it's just like a train wreck, you know. <laughs> it's like like you'll hear about stand-up comedians who say like, "Oh, I'm only funny when I'm drunk," and then they watch a video of themselves performing drunk, and they're like, "Oh, that was terrible. I only yeah, thought it was yeah. funny because I was because drunk." I was you know? drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and his his whole thing seems to be like, just let people talk. So like, he doesn't really seem to try to direct the conversation very much. Which I yeah, which is would, smart. But then Although, it's like depending on who you have on the show, like if you have more of those people that are leading a certain direction, then that becomes your show. And, but he, but he doesn't though. It, like, no, he I doesn't know. just let people talk. I like, cause he, with, he uh, does more than, more than like political shows. Certainly. Sure. 
but he'll but, like agree he'll like agree with them almost as in i'm not like a joe rogan apologist or whatever but it seems like he he'll like agree with people in the moment in order to like keep them talking about the thing yeah right but uh when he had even if sanjay, he might be antagonistic in general when he had sanjay gupta on uh-huh. he interrupted the f out of that guy because he didn't like what he had to say and he didn't yeah, want yeah. him to continue saying it also he really really seems to in maybe not in, maybe enjoy is the wrong word he just so happens to interrupt women like well yeah all the time he's like yeah. he's a mixed martial artist who's done a ton of steroids a stand-up comedian yeah. like he he is like every he's like super chauvinist homophobe Don't forget fear factor like, basically every was my jam for like half a decade <laughs> he's like the ultimate gym bro it was like, like the only thing on late at night worth watching <laughs> yeah he really is he's like and the thing is like when you are that for maybe no fault of your own but like whatever you know however enlightened you may be individually you're going to appeal to people in that demographic that are generally exactly not enlightened totally like but he us. very much he does fall into like especially from like a how he interacts with women like yeah he seems really nice is all i'm trying to say <laughs> like just great guy really he's super a chill. super chill to get him super chill guy super chill i'm not trying to cancel joe Rogan. he he is like he kicks insanely hard for one thing he's yeah, very good think- at mm he's like significantly better than the general population obviously like he's no he's not he's not good enough to be a professional or something like that but he's yeah. very good and his like kick brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah yeah but yeah. like his well, kicking strength or just mixed martial arts in general MMA, yeah but his actual his like kicks if you ever watch him his kicks are just insane it's ridiculous because i think that's like one of the main thing he things he works on but um and it is like he's also he's like really good. So I watch a lot of UFC because my neighbors likes it, you know. So we'll do like we'll get the pay per view and watch it. And he's really good at that. He's like good at he does the commentary and then he'll go in the ring and interview him afterwards and stuff like mm. that. And he's I hate to say it, well I mean I don't care, but he's really good at that part of his job. Yeah, and he's actually he's like pretty like entertaining and yeah, savvy he's like pretty endearing. He's honestly like pretty, yeah, like uh, he, he, uh, yeah, because he's obviously very charismatic and yeah. yeah, it's he's entertaining in that context for sure. He, I liked the, him on yeah, his radio. The fact, the fact that he's very, very good at talking with people, he's got, he's put in like, so at this point, he's put in so much time at talking with people and, and, getting people to say interesting things mm. and avoiding uh, them saying things that are not interesting, right? He's put in so, so much time with just that. Plus, he's got way more than the average person's knowledge and understanding of mixed martial martial arts. So you put those two things together and it's like, no, nobody else should be doing commentary or doing, you know, post interviews. Yeah. With, with fighters like there's nobody that's going to be better he's he's the obvious choice yeah yeah and that's me saying i mean as a guy who i don't 
like him at all. But it's like I you can't you yeah, can't really exactly. pick, you can't imagine somebody that would be better at doing that job than him. Yeah. Because of those two things. Um and I always think of this is unrelated but kind of related. The the meme like a second cousin. The gif of him doing the freak out. Um he's got the headset on, he's sitting like, you know, uh uh, you know, ringside, and that that like reaction shot. Oh of yeah, him. like he's leaning back and like. Yeah, he's like, Gah! like yeah, I, yeah. Which he every, does. Every... That's kind of his thing. Like you see that a lot. Like you'll does see that really? in a lot of fights. People think it's uh, it happened once, but no, it happened. It happens a lot. It seems like it's the same. But that's gif. No, it's. I mean, there is like one popular clip, but if you watch UFC, like he'll do that a lot because it's a shocking like. It's unlike any other sport in that it can end at any second. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And you'll see fights where one person is like clearly leading and then just gets knocked out, and it's very shocking, you know. Yes, it's cr- it's so crazy like, because it's it's way it's, more shocking than any because like if you're down by more than eight points in football, you can't win a game in one play, right? Right. Yeah. But you can win an entire UFC match in one second with just the right kick or the right punch or whatever. Yeah, you know? I guess well, boxing is the same, but bo- yeah, is, totally. Like any, seems yeah. a little bit more accumulative because you can't like you can't like choke someone. <laughs> you can't, you know, you right. can't tap well, Yeah, like tapping out, like tapping out is just so definitive. Cause even yeah. like boxing has the same thing that MMA does where the the ref will like call it off and say it's mm-hmm. over and people complain yeah. about it after the fact saying oh he could have kept going or whatever but like yeah. when somebody taps out it's like you tap you surrendered like you yes. admitted defeat you know yeah. which is like a very cool aspect to the sport even though it's also like yeah it's i don't know i have mixed it, well, feelings about it mixed feelings you have mixed feelings i have mixed martial about feelings mixed about martial it. arts <laughs> when it is it is a pretty... I'll tell you what, facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> it is a pretty cool thing that um that a person can just I mean it's obviously, you know, tons of training, but like also freaking luck when yeah. you can like just like if they just move their hand just enough yeah. And you just freaking swing yeah. your fist up and just clock them right. But the, the downside of that is because of that. When somebody is like at like a lot of the actual main event type fights, a lot of times won't be as entertaining because if somebody like already has the belt, they have so much to lose that mm-hmm. they'll just be conservative the whole fight and like never put themselves in a position yeah. where somebody could get a big upset knockout or whatever. Yeah. But like in the earlier fights, both fighters are like trying to make a name for themselves. Yeah. So they're fighting more risky and everything. So that's where yes. you see a lot more of that. But it's true. You'll see like there's this famous fight with Derek Lewis. He's this big guy. He looks like me, like, a you know, he's this big black dude. Really he's handsome. Oh. Like same like build as me. And he's fighting against this guy that's just like this chiseled dude. And he's getting beat bad the entire fight. And then he knocks him out with like 10 seconds left in the fight. And it's hilarious. And then he takes his shorts off immediately. Joe Rogan comes in and he says, it's this very famous thing, but he says, why'd you take off your shorts? And he says, my balls was hot. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, Hey, do you want to challenge for the title soon? And he's like, no, I got to get my fat ass on a treadmill. 
I can't be fighting like this anymore. <laughs> He's like, I got to do some cardio. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So I don't. I I used to be friends with a dude who um ha, was like in like the low the low level um local um yeah yeah some of the MMA stuff and he said um he was like the 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 thing is it's just not it's not freaking worth it no dude um, well especially cuz like they're not like you're almost at more risk by fighting people who aren't as good because they could do something more like Erratic. reckless, you know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you're also not as good. So you can't like defend yourself as well. Totally. So yeah. Like you're basically just like best case scenario is I don't get like a traumatic brain injury, you know? <laughs> right. And you but might like, win like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Like he, what's the upside? <laughs> he was saying that like, I mean, besides stuff like, like traumatic brain injuries, like, he was saying it's so freaking common to like break your hand yeah, in some yeah. in some weird way that like will yeah. not heal that right. Never heals right, and then you're just done forever. And so it's like you can't fight anymore. You can go get normal jobs, but it's like there are so many guys that like had like the start of a great run, and then yeah, yeah. they just they yeah. they get some weird injury that's like which is like it happens in sports too like Bo Jackson or something, but like it's way less common because you're not like he broke his leg, but his sport isn't just him using his leg to kick people, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's not like a fundamental piece of the sport. Well, you and know? you do see it even in like baseball and stuff. You see yeah, it yeah. way more often in like the prospects than with the, the big guys. It's yeah. Like and for them, it's like some weird, and then they it's get like some like, overuse injury or something. Yeah, and you know? they're like, all right, well there goes your, promising career there's this whole movement right now there's always another guy coming up next yeah there's this whole movement right now in baseball that kids don't throw enough anymore they pitch too much and they don't throw like kids Mm. don't play catch anymore they only Uh do like really high everything's so specialized high octane throwing and so it wears out your stuff sooner you know your stuff you have no stuff so honestly though mma like i don't they're paid so little like you absolutely have to be one of the most popular people yeah, yeah to make good money at it otherwise you're basically scraping by and it's like what's the like i guess people really like it but like the downside is like permanent brain injuries and like when you're 60 yeah. you're angry all the time or what you know of course um, a lot of them are angry all the time now which is like part of why they do it i guess yeah so for some reason uh, Northern California has like a large Stockton baby. Yeah. Um, it's tap out central. A, a large so the Diaz, the Diaz brothers are like some of the most famous UFC fighters and they're from Stockton and they always talk about it, <laughs> which, and they're very some... like Stockton They're They'll fight anybody. They can, they'll just get punched for five rounds straight and just never get knocked out. Like they're the most Stockton dudes ever. Those they both the have out. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> who's the other one? Is. I know Nate Diaz. Who's the brother. Nick Diaz. And Nick Diaz was the more like he he was the more famous fighter originally. Mm. And then Nate Diaz kind of just became famous when he knocked out or when he choked out Conor McGregor. He's really good. He's like he has he's he's like my favorite fighter. But anyways, sorry. Keep going though, Phil. Um 
the the thing that I feel like I see a bunch around here is those guys that had like one great fight or maybe a couple great fights. Um, they open gyms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because it's like okay, so the the notoriety of my name will get people in the door. Um, yeah, but then it's I, like somebody you know, who was like a really good college basketball player in you know wherever, like New Mexico. Yeah, then they and they open up, open up a, a they open up a training there. camp, training yeah. facility, or whatever. You know, it's like that's enough. Is on American Ninja Warriors, like yeah, and then you open a gym. Yeah. Do you guys have like, are, are there any like MMA gyms in your area that are like, but like with like a a person's name on it? Not that I know. Um, there's like, there's like a whole like chain of like Gracie family gyms around well, here. Well, yeah, that's, but that's, but that's, I don't know of like, freaking Gracie. I mean, but I'm also like not in, I don't know where, I don't know of any MMA gyms. So I don't know. You don't? No, <laughs> I used to no. take kickboxing lessons with my dad a couple of years ago. He taught he was teaching you kickboxing. Yeah, I took took him from my dad. He's terrible at it. <laughs> Did he tell you it's, it's a sport of the future? Is that his whole his whole vibe? Dude, how long would it last if you opened a a gym but you spelled Gracie differently? <laughs> Just like like two y. E's, yeah, or a Y. Uh, <laughs> How long would that would that work? Um, not at all. I feel I like think. the weird thing is there's just Zero not time. that there's not that many famous enough people in MMA in general. It's just like I feel like you just, like you said it would be more localized. Like people in that town would know that name. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Because they're like well, he's so, a hometown guy. So then okay. It, so Cole, like, you said you know there. you 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 know like you follow uh, MMA a lot. So Uriah Faber is. Do you know that name off the top of your head? Yeah. Um, because, and the only reason I know it is because he has a gym very close to my house, and his name is very big on the building. Yeah. And see, I guess it is like it's it's for and UFC I'm fans, sure he's right? Local. So it is. Yes. Yeah, he's from. Well, let's see here. I I know he's from Northern California somewhere. He was born in Isla Vista, Isla Vista. Isla. Isla. Oh, that's Santa Barbara. So Santa Barbara, that's Southern California, right? That is not. That is not Hoseville. But he fights out of Sacramento. Like that's and that's usually what people are known for. Like uh, Santa Barbara, Southern California. Like a lot of people, Albuquerque weird. Like maybe it's not weird that they have a big MMA scene there. So you'll see quite a few fighters who fight out of Albuquerque but they didn't necessarily grow up there. But I mean, Albuquerque is like Stockton basically. But see, you know? Yeah. What happens is like you, you find out that like, Oh, that's where those guys are from. And then you go, I want, yeah. like, if you're serious, it's like, I want to go train. Well, and part of it, it's not guys. even like, it's not even necessarily that they open that gym. A lot of times it's like, we just put their this, name on it. This is where they train. Yeah. It's not right. even them. that It's not them that owns it. It's like, this is where, Uriah Faber trains, so come train with the same people that train him or whatever. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah. And the same thing exists in boxing, too, you know. Yeah. Dude, did you guys see that movie uh, Warrior? Have you seen that? Yeah. Cool. 
you're into MMA. Oh, I don't know. With don't um, so. it's Tom Hardy and who's that other dude? Some Tom Hardy's guy. Kane, right? Or Bane? Bane. Yeah. Bane. Yes. Is Kane a Batman guy too? Kane is uh, X Men. I think is Kane Marvel. Kane Bob Kane. This is saying Garrison Kane. Oh, it was an American yeah, Kane Kane comic is... book writer. Kane is X Men. Okay. Yeah. It's like K A N E, right? K A N E. Yeah. He was. Or am a I thinking of, of Kane the wrestler? Uh, I don't know. You're thinking. I don't of know Kane what you're thinking of. Oh no! It's C A. Is it C A I N? That's Kane from the Bible. <laughs> Kane and Abel. Um, okay. But Anyways. anyway, it's a really good movie, and it's Warrior. like about MMA it fighting. It's Cole, really you, like completely oh, insanely far fetched. It's like this MMA tournament. Okay. Like multiple tournament. rounds. Like. <laughs> It's like Karate Kid, right? Yeah, but it's like or like Rocky. Okay, you win, you have to win like five rounds to get to the final. But aren't they brothers? And it's like in one weekend, yeah. And it's these two brothers yeah. who are like one's a teacher and one is like a an army veteran who's like hiding from. Wait, there's that many has like issues. Yeah, because that's like and like they both just happen to get into this tournament. That's like the two million dollar that could have only existed back. Like it came out ten years ago. I feel like nowadays people know too much about MMA and they'd be like, nobody would fight more than once in a period of like, yeah, yeah, months, you know? Yeah. It's insane. It's such a good movie though. I'll have to look it up. Have you seen the movie never back down? Yeah, of course. Rude have Chuck. you really? Yeah. With Cam Gigande. Yes. Yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> and, uh, wait, Cole, why are you some other two? <laughs> I feel like you guys are making this up now. Who the crap is Cam Gigande? <laughs> don't, don't He's from Never Back Down. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now and I'm from now Amistad. Now I'm following you. And he was in Twilight. Oh, I'm thinking of a different guy. He was a bad vampire in, in the Twilight series, That's true. I believe. Oh, he's That's a, true. He is a very good-looking gentleman. He's Australian, <laughs> I think. He is very traditionally also, um, what's, attractive. Uh, what's, what, what's her name? What What's his name's... Uh, wife that is crazy but maybe not crazy but also yes crazy and then Bill, i feel like you're kind of joe rogan sorry right now. yeah i'm like what what she's what's hysterical sometimes wife? first you refer to her as what's his name's wife and then you say she's crazy how like, does that relate to cam gigante is it the 1950s who is the who is the female love interest in the movie never back down oh yeah amber heard Amber Heard, thank you. Yeah. See, now everybody's like, oh, yes, of uh, She's like, yeah, she's like legally proven to have been pretty uh, <laughs> toxic, I guess. And then also, the dude that's no in peach. it, the other dude is, um, um, who is it? Gigante. Sean, Sean Ferris? Yeah, Sean yeah. Ferris. Guys, I got to admit, there's a lot of, this is kind of weird for Hollywood to make a movie like this, but there's a lot of attractive people in this movie. I know, it's weird, right? <laughs> Have you seen Fighter? Have you seen The Fighter? Yeah. No, I've heard of that one though. Oh, dude, that starring, movie's even better than starring Warrior. well different. Channing, Channing all over your team. No, 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 and Mark, no, 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 no. Albert, no, no. You're thinking of Christian the fight. Bale. You're thinking oh. of fighting, fighting. Oh, which that movie's seen... also amazing. <laughs> I've only seen one of the Rocky movies, and I don't. Dude, think there's that was... scene where he's fighting that dude in the like, in the it's like a marble room. 
and then the dude's he hits the head his head on the floor and it like pings and it like goes through your soul i mean it's good that his head pinged because if it if it just if it doesn't bounce like a watermelon smashing, that's when no, but ooh, like the sound that like it they makes, train you when oh. you're a lifeguard. If they fall off the high dive and their head bounces, they're probably better than if it, their head doesn't bounce. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. geez. Fighting. Um, fighting is um, who it's got a uh, Terrence Terrence Howard. His name. Fighting fighting. The movie is called fighting. Yeah, it's called fighting. It's cheap. people like. Come on, guys. Aaron, There's one called The Fighter. There's one called Fighting. Aaron, did you know Fighting that there legit. are... legit. It's by this Dito Montiel, who also did a movie called... Uh, he killed a guide, my father. A Guide to Recognizing Your Saints. <laughs> starring... Uh, uh, what's that dude's name? Who may or may not be crazy. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. It's got Shia LaBeouf. Uh, Shia, man, I feel I bad think for Shia I think Canyon Tatum's LaBeouf. in that one, too. Aaron, yeah. did you... Did you know there are really four good. never back downs? I knew there were more than one. I didn't know there was four. No. Is the second one called still never backing down? <laughs> it's like keep on never backing. Down. We have resolved <laughs> again. <laughs> never oh, backing by the way, down. What I was like, going to no, say. No, seriously. Never back What down. I was going to say. We were talking about SNL sketches. One of the things I watched with my kids was the best of Chris Farley. And nice. when the when the Chippendales sketch came on. I told him like this might be my favorite sketch of all time, the one with Chris Farley and Patrick. Like, Swayze, I don't remember you know? the plot, but yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, joke, exactly. This is my favorite. This is my favorite three minutes of TV ever. Yeah, but like it totally stretches on way too long. Like th- the part you need is them dancing, and it's amazing physical comedy. You know. Oh right, and, and Chris Farley being like, <laughs> it is great too that they just like. Because the joke is like, oh, they're just going to ignore the fact that he's this big fat guy. But then they're like, your moves are great. Everything's great about you. But the one thing like keeping us from choosing you is your body. Like you're just really fat and ugly, like, (laughs) (laughs) which is like a really great. But then it keeps going on for like another three minutes. And it's like, come on, guys, just, you know, they got to fill the time. But oh man, that one is so good. And Chris Farley is like a good introduction to SNL for kids because so much of it is just like physical, the most base physical. Con- yeah, like Matt Foley. It's either it's either him smashing into things or through things or screaming. Exactly. Yeah. So and that like, is like, yeah, it's like the same thing with Brian Regan. Like his jokes are perfectly written, but he also does funny voices and is loud and yeah. annoying, you know. Yeah. You're making me want to play something for Josiah. There's four never back down movies, but like the first one is like a high school movie. The first one is basically like it's um it's Karate Kid for sure. Yeah, it's Karate Kid. I was thinking it's it's the exact same story as um what's that movie? Tokyo Drift. It's like Tokyo Drift, which is also Karate Kid. It's definitely Kid from Karate out of kid. town, comes to town. He's not yes. very cool, but he's good at this one thing, pretty good at it, but not and then there's other guys that are like that's Dude, the thing that all the cool kind kids of do up. at the school. And there's a hot girl who's like, yeah. I really want to like you, but you're not enough of a badass. And then he's like, no, well, it's not. That's not it. That's not. You're twisting it a little bit. She's <laughs> likes him, but he's like, I don't 
I don't think she likes me because I'm not enough of a badass, but she's like, I don't really care, but he thinks that she cares. So it's all in his own head. It's his own insecurity. Oh. Also, also Allie with an eye doesn't care if if Daniel beats up Johnny. She I just think, wants it to end. I think if another parallel is that she is that the the bad guy is her ex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wait, the Tokyo girl goes Drift. by Allie with an eye? In no, the karate in kid. Karate kid. Allie with an eye. You you don't know that? Do they call her that? Guess no. what her name, guess what the girl's name is. No, but she says, look my name's Allie with an I, and he's like, I'm Daniel with an L. That's like a... But Allie with an I, like, Allie has an I. You could spell That's it what she says, different Cole. ways, though. But now, is she saying it ends with an I instead of an I-E? She says with, Cole. I know, Cole. but you wouldn't say my name's Tom with an M. Like, that's how <laughs> everyone spells Allie. Allie is always spelled with an I. No, it's more, no, you could spell it differently. It's like Eric with a K. But yeah. that's what I'm saying is no, it would be like saying Eric with a C because I is the standard oh. way of spelling Allie. It has an I. Well, K is the standard way of spelling Eric. No, it's not. C is the standard way of spelling Eric. We're getting off. I don't know. Course here. I do know because I'm I've lived on the earth for 40 years. <laughs> well, listen, where does that listen. name come from? It doesn't matter where it comes from. Comes it's not from... a question of where it grips it. It's a Norse name. It's to, it but it's not K. anymore. That's like saying that's an <laughs> idiotic argument. Allie, you can spell Allie with a Y. Yeah, uh-huh. but that is a very young because that's ally. That's a word. Aaron. No, that's two, you're thinking of two L's, though. A-L-Y. It doesn't matter. Allie, A-L-Y. A-L-Y is a way less common way of spelling Allie. I, Aaron, I think you forgot that Cole spent hours and hours as a young child. Thinking still of alternate spellings. Of no, words. I still think about it. That's what my brain does when I don't have anything else to think. But about. her name is she should really say it's like Ali. It like ends. Ali. It's like Ali. Well, she's really saying that it ends with an I and not an I E, I think is what she's saying. I don't know. She's but spelling it A L L I E also has an I. Okay. Cool. Can I? help you to think about something it's like saying billy with an i and it's it's like well billy always has an i it's just usually in the middle so that he could say daniel with an l because it's like that's the joke i know but that's but it's the shit should have they should have made her name spelled with a y then because that's the less common way of doing it but that's it's the karate kid though i'm starting to i'm starting to question the writing (laughs) in karate kid guys no check this out here's one that you never thought about that i have thought about many times um, who who directed Karate Kid? Uh, Jason quiz. Stamos. Antoine Fuqua. You're thinking of John Stamos. Jason Statham. John Jason Statham. Statham. John, John Statham. St- Jason S- Stathmos. <laughs> Stathmos. It was directed by and written by, I believe. No, it's directed by John G. Avildsen. Do you know who that is? Do you know what movie he's best known for directing? No. You hint, it won an Academy Award. No. Uh, the English Patient. Nope. <laughs> 1976. And if you think about it, it has a pretty similar character to the one from Karate Kid. Is it? Is it oh, nice. Rocky? It's Rocky. Yes. Ooh, the dude. parallels between Rocky and yeah. Karate Kid, yes. once you start thinking about them, are insane. Very it's shocking. Yeah. There, there's a lot. There's a lot. He there. also directed. Oh, wait, he wrote see. it. No, he directed both. He didn't write either one. But okay. 
I don't know if you know this, but directors have a lot of input on how movies turn out. More so than writers. Well, also, it could have been that they're like, I wrote this thing. It's like Rocky, but for teenagers. And yeah. I want you to direct yeah. it. I want you to direct you it, John did a good G. job. It's like teenagers. I've eh? got a game. <laughs> and it's should not we, the usual game. Should we let's do this game do on the an, next episode? Let's do it next, next year? year. Let's do it next year. Okay, but this is not. Oh, we didn't this... do our best and worst of the year. <laughs> Are we supposed to do that? What's your uh, rose? What's your thorn? Yeah. What's your bud? You guys are my buds. I would, to speak my truth, I would appreciate the opportunity to have some of your kind buds. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I haven't thought about it, and I don't want to think about it now. So let's just say I have some. You have some what? Goods, oh, bads, oh. and and oh yeah, potentials. Yeah. yeah. We'll do that next week. <laughs> We'll do it. We don't need to do it ever. Okay. Hey, you know, we do need to do though. 2022 friendship. Thanks for friendship. Need to do friendship. Thanks for friendship. friendship. Thanks for friendship. Mm -hmm.